As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mystery is my hobby. Ladies and gentlemen, Martin Drake speaking. This week, I've selected for our drama case history number 129 from my book, Mystery is My Hobby. I call it Death as Blue Eyes. And now to Glenn Langan as Barton Drake in the first act of Mystery is My Hobby. Mike. Mike, where are you? Why don't you answer the phone? Uh, must have gone out. <sighs> Holy smoke, 11 o'clock in the morning. I guess it's up to me. Where's my... Oh, slippers. Here they are. All right, all right. Hello. Yeah? Oh, who's this? Leslie Fraser. Remember me? We met last summer at the dad's party. Hmm? Oh, you must forgive me for calling you, but... I, I didn't get your name. Fraser, darling. Leslie Fraser. Now, don't tell me you forgot me. I couldn't take that. Not on top of everything else. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Miss Fraser, I'm sorry that you woke me out of a sound sleep. Well, that's an excuse, I know. But really, darling, this isn't a mystery. Yes, well, this might help some if you'd tell me about it. Yes, it was quite. I, I'm in a sort of embarrassing predicament. I, I think I'm going to need your help. Yeah. Well, go on. It appears that last night I murdered my stepfather. As I dressed, I tried to recall what I knew about Leslie Fraser. 
Leslie was a spoiled product of too many finishing schools, trips abroad, winters in Florida and summers in Newport. The boys who write those things would call her a glamorous deb. She wore that familiar vicious pout on her mouth. And her manner and clothes were the ultimate and detached, cut crystal casualness. A show of emotion was something to be scorned and never to be indulged in. <laughs> well, that was about all a man could learn at a party, and I'd never cared enough to study the matter further. Leslie must have been watching for me, for it was she herself who opened the door. But you are a beautiful hunk of man. I'd forgotten, Blue Eyes. Uh, yes, well, uh, we'll go into that later. What's this about you uh, killing your stepfather? Silly, isn't it? Murder is never silly. You're the only one I could think of to turn to, Bart. What do you want me to do? I thought maybe you could give me some answers. Me give you answers? You should have those yourself. I'm afraid I haven't. Did you kill your stepfather or didn't you? That's just the point. I I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I didn't have that much against the old coot. I, I don't see how I could have done it. On the other hand, there doesn't seem to be any other answer. Go on. Well, I had a few too many cocktails last night, and I came home late. I remember coming home. I remember that much. But after that, everything's a blank. Mm, yes, that sometimes happens. Well, this morning when I staggered to my shower, there he was on the floor of my bedroom with a knife in his back. Yeah. Knife is mine. The door to my suite was locked. Nobody else has a key but me, so... There you are. Can't see how anyone else could have done it to you. Mm, on the face of it, no. But you will help me, won't you, Bart? Please, darling, do I? Listen, listen. Not unless you stop talking that way. I'm sorry, Bart. All right, that's better. I suppose you'd like to take a look at the body? No, not until the police get here. The police? Of course. You've notified the police, haven't you? Well, no. I thought there was you. My here. dear Miss Fraser, this is homicide. The police should have been called in first. Where's your phone? Right here in the hall. Thank you very much. I'll call headquarters. And while we're waiting, get your family together. Maybe we can have this cleared up by the time they arrive. <laughs> Out of nerve, Leslie, calling us in here like this. I'll say you have. I've got to get out to the track. Mr. Drake I... insisted we all get together. Drake? Who's Drake? That's me, gentlemen. I called him in to investigate the case. I wouldn't advise any of you to leave until after the police get here. At the moment, you're uh, all under suspicion. We are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the body was found in Leslie's room, Mr. Drake. Murderers are supposed to have motives, aren't they, Drake? Or are the detective stories all wrong? That's exactly what I want to find out. What motive each of you might have. Uh, you know, Miss Fraser, I think it might help matters if you'd uh, introduce me to these people. This is Ted McCray, my foster brother. Your foster brother? Yes, I came along with Ballard when he married Leslie's mother. Oh, and uh, who is Ballard? Ballard McCray, my stepfather. The body, you know. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And who's this gentleman? Oh, I'm Wendell Nash, a cousin. A poor relation, if you please. And don't you believe they all don't let me know it? Oh, don't be an ass, Wendell. <laughs> oh, don't mind me. I'm proud to say that I haven't any use for any one of this family. That is, except Leslie. Well, I'm very glad to see that at least two of you are friends. Yes, Leslie and I are engaged to be married. Well, oh, I... that's a laugh. Ballard said if those two ever got married, he'd cut them off without a cent. What was it you said about motives, Mr. Nash? Ted, you're a louse. In a minute, I'll tell him about Mimi. You do, and I'll knock your ears off. I think I will, anyway. Why, you... Now, just a minute. Just a minute. Wait, cut it out. Oh, my. <laughs> the yellow police. He couldn't have done that if he wasn't bigger than me. We're all a bunch of spoiled brats, boys. Mm. Think for yourself. You're just sore because Dad cut your allowance down after your mother died. Leave my mother out of this. You're sore because Dad didn't approve of your drinking and party. Shut up, Ted. They're nothing but an imposter, anyway. How long has your mother been dead, Miss Fraser? About a year. I see. And when she died, she left all the family money in Mr. Ballard McRae's hands to uh, dole out to you folks as he saw fit. Yes, that's right. The stingy old so-and-so he was, too. 
Tell me, do any of you know the terms of Mr. McRae's will? I'd say that we all do. Well, what are they? Ted and I to get the most of it if the chair goes to Wendell. Well, that settles the motive question in a general sort of way. The desire for money seems to fit all three of them. You haven't proved a thing. Not a solitary thing. And there's also hate. And that fits all three of us, too, I'm afraid. Yes, I'm afraid. Tell me, Leslie, when you came in last night, was anyone with you? Yes, I met Ballard outside. He came in together. Did you have your own key or did someone let you in? Well, I... I'm not sure. It's all quite vague, but I believe someone let us in. No, I can answer that. I did. You did? What was your sister's condition? She was as drunk as a goat. Hmm. Did she and Ballard have any... No, uh... say they were fighting like a couple of cats. And where did this fight take place? Well, I seem to remember that much. It was right outside my door. Ballard told me what a stinker I am. He went to his suite and I went into mine. I went right to bed and passed out. Passed out? Yeah. You could have both gone into your room, had your fight in there. You could have killed him there. I suppose that's the way it had to happen, only I'm certain he didn't come in. And how did he get into your room? I don't know. I have the only keys. They were lying on my dressing table this morning when I got up. Mm-hmm. You say that the knife that killed your stepfather was yours? Yes, it was a Japanese knife. Boy, I knew in the South Pacific sent it to me. What kind of a lock's on the door? Ordinary spring lock. Then the murderer could have gone out and locked it by simply shutting the door. Oh, anyone could have gotten out all right. It's the getting in that worries me. Nobody could have done that without having a key, though. Figure it any way you want to. It's still evening. Well, that must be the police. I'll go let them in. I'll leave this mess up to you, Blue Eyes. Have them wait in the library. I'll be right down. Hey, Bart, what are you doing here? Good morning, Inspector. None of that. How'd you find out about this? Well, Miss Fraser called me, Inspector. She wants me to help her. You going to? Mm, maybe. Maybe. Come on, man. Let's go up to the murder room. You, uh, haven't touched anything, have you? You know me better than that. Well, you can't blame me for asking. Now, tell me everything you know. I told all the facts when I called headquarters. Yep, I got the report right here with me. Looks bad for the girl, Bart. Looks bad. Yes, yes. Well, let's, uh, reserve judgment until we look at the body, shall we? In here, Inspector. Well, there he is. Yeah. That knife didn't do him any good. Uh-uh. Oh, that's a bit strange. What is? No blood on the handle. Maybe she wiped it off when she wiped off the fingerprints. Oh, you're sure there were fingerprints with her? Well, no, but most murderers wipe them off, don't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe you're right, Inspector. Maybe you're right. Well, you've been around here for an hour, Bart. It'll save time if you catch me up. Well, Inspector, Miss Frazier called me this morning about a message Inspector. They all have motives, all the same one. But they'll have to be developed into something more serious than what has showed up so far. You know, Bart, this is the first time I've ever known you to defend a murder. Now, wait a minute. minute. Listen, if Leslie's guilty, I'll be the first one to say so, Inspector. But she is guilty. She says so herself. Yes, I know. I'd agree if it weren't for that loss of memory. If she actually can't remember what happened after she came home, anything might have happened. Oh, I think that part of it's a lot of hogwash. Any girl that drinks as much as she does doesn't blank out that easily. I think she's as guilty as sin. No, no, not for sure. Of course, with her looks and her story, she'll probably only cop a charge of second degree. No, no, Inspector. This is all too neat. It's a neat little package all tied up for the jury. There's something wrong with this picture. Something terribly wrong. Hmm. Bart, that gal calling you blue eyes has gotten under your skin. Hmm. You go on with your work, Inspector. And listen, be sure to examine that knife handle for fingerprints. If there's any on it, I'm betting there's a girl. Turn those around a bit more. I'm going to try to develop the motive. Who is it? Barton Drake, Ted. I'd like to speak to you a minute. 
What do you want? I'll tell you after I come in. Well, I see you have company, hmm? What of it? Ted and I can talk if we want. You intend to bury the hatchet, eh, Wendell? I don't see it as any of your business, Nooper. Mm, it might be very convenient. Both of you are suspects, so you join forces to hang Leslie. And it'd be just like this. Now, look, you. we don't have to take that from you. You're not a cop. We don't have to stand for your prying around. That's a pretty nice gun collection you have here, Ted. Is it yours? Whose else would it be? You know how to shoot them? Do I? <laughs> the only thing I do know how to do well. Do you think Leslie killed Mr. McRae, Ted? How should I know? What about you, Wendell? Look, Drake, I want to marry Leslie. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit, I hate Ted's inside. I wouldn't send a murder rap on Leslie if I thought she was guilty. But if you expect me to help you pin it on Ted, you're not. <laughs> Those your sentiments towards Wendell, Ted? In the main, yes. Wendell here mentioned that he was due at the track this afternoon. Do you suppose he's indebted to any of the bookies, Ted? Ask him. Thank you, I will. Yes, Wendell? Oh, I suppose I might as well tell you you'll snoop it out anyway. Yes, I am. I owe quite a pile. Mm. What about this Mimi person that you threatened to tell about this morning? That's Ted. What's so important about Mimi, Ted? Well, Mimi's an ex-girlfriend. She, she threatened to sue me for breach of promise. Well, a bit of blackmail, eh? You might call it that. You both have pretty good motives for murder. Well, for that matter, Leslie needs to as badly as we do. Ask her. Well, I intend to. And I'll get out of here before we push your face in. Uh, 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 I never let myself get pushed around. Grab your window. That's all right. Go back. Get me not quite that easy, boys. I'm sorry, but... And here's yours, Wendell. Brother, you pack off. You'll have to train on something besides nightclubs and booze before you'll be up to that sort of thing, my friend. Back to Glen Langan as Barton Drake and Mystery is my hobby. Come on in, blue eyes. Close the door. Drinking again, Leslie? Oh, just a cocktail, have one. No, thanks. Oh, come on, you'd be cute with a little gentleman. Yes, well, I have other things to do at the moment. Oh, forget about that mean old murder and let's get some. Stop it, Leslie. Can't you get us through that bird brain of yours if you're the number one suspect? What do you expect me to do? Go hysterical, chew my fingernails down to my elbows? That's what I would do if I let myself go. Did you kill Ballard McCrary? Oh, I know. Probably I did. I must have. Why? Why? Money, I suppose. What we've done this past year is fight over money. Another died, Ballard started fishing it out in nipples and dimes. That must have been why I killed him. Wendell and Ted have the same motive. Uh, looks like they're out of it. No, I guess I'm elected. Uh, I wouldn't give it up to you, huh? Oh, it's a use. Inspector needs just one little thing to pin this on me. A good heart motive. And believe me, I've got one. What's that? Go on. I didn't tell him about this. But I'm telling you, Bob. I crossed up Ballard by opening charge accounts all over town. Hmm? I thought he'd give in and pay the bills, only he didn't. Now I owe thousands and they're getting tough about it. Did you ever have Bill collectors breathing down your neck? Did you, Blue Eyes? There's something that bothers me about this case, Inspector. Nothing bothers me. I just me. had another talk with all three of the members of the family. They're all of them too willing to tell the world about how much money they own. What do you mean? I, uh, I think I'll go out and make a few calls on the creditors, Inspector. What on earth for? Oh, just to satisfy a hunch. Oh, uh, by the way, whose fingerprints did you find on the knife? The girl's? 
was lousy. Oh, good, Inspector. Good. Now I'm almost positive that she isn't guilty. Bart, hmm? the trouble with you is that you fall too quick for a pretty ankle. For a pretty face. Yeah, that's right, Inspector. And did you notice uh, Leslie has both? Hmm. How's hmm. it Let's think How much is Wendell Nash in deal for him? Who? Wendell Nash, you handled his bets on the ponies, didn't you? Sure. He says you welched on some bet. How much? I want to know the truth. What did you owe? You must be wrong, Mr. Drake. Nash don't owe me nothing. Not a red cent. You're, uh, Minnie Lafont, aren't you? Mm, you bet I am. You're a friend of Ted McRae. Are you a friend of Ted? Yes, well done. Never mind that. How much are you asking? What for? For that threatened breach of promise to... Oh, that I ain't asking of, and I've already been crazy. Uh, yes, Mr. Drake. Uh, Miss Fraser did owe us quite an amount. We were quite worried about the matter. Did owe you? Does that mean she doesn't owe it now? Well, Mr. Drake, I'm not supposed to tell this, but as long as Miss McRae is dead, I guess it'll be all right. Go on. The bill was paid last week. Did Miss Fraser pay it with cash? Oh, Miss Fraser didn't pay it. Mr. Ballard McRae did. Only we weren't supposed to let his daughter know. I see. Now, Mr. McRae was a fine man, a mighty fine man. Back already, Martin? Yes, Inspector. What'd you find out? Enough to convince me a tragic mistake's been made. Yeah, what? I, uh, I think I'll be able to tell you after we've examined Mr. Ballard McRae's room. There's a bunch of papers, right? Let me see. Yeah, yeah, I think that's indeed. What are they? Here's a receipt signed by one Slinky Forbes. A gambling debt paid in full. Yeah. And here's a release from a breach of promise. Uh, settlement in full signed by a Miss Mimi LaFont. There's mm. <laughs> a bunch of receipts of dope from various department stores, bills made out to Miss Leslie Fraser. Well, I'll be done. Go on, look some more, Inspector. You're doing fine. Yeah. Hey, hey, look here, Inspector. What have you done? A gun. Bart, are you nuts? McRae was killed with a knife. I know, but don't you think it a bit strange, Inspector, that a gun should be lying around with a safety catch off? Well, sure, but after all, there's a lot of time. You guys still snooping around? Come in, Ted, come in. I want to ask you some questions. I can't tell you anymore. Yes, I think you can. What was Ballard McRae wearing when he came in last night? What? The suit you found him in. Why? No hat, no coat. Come to think of it, I guess he was wearing a hat. His, mm-hmm. his gray hat and gray top coat. Yes, that was it. No, just wait a minute, please. I want to look in the closet over here. Ted, uh, these be the ones, Ted? Yes, those are the ones. Thank you, Ted. Inspector? This does it. Well, I can't see It proves how. conclusively that Ballard McRae did not go into Leslie's suite when they came in last night. It proves that he must have come in here first. Well, Inspector, I think now I can tell you how the murder was committed, and uh, I also think I can tell you who did it. Well, look here. If it, if it wasn't Leslie, who was it? I'm not so sure that you'll like the answer to that, Ted. <laughs> And now, back to Glenn Langan as Barton Drake and... Mystery is my hobby. Now, the way I see it, you all had a motive. A motive that was exactly the same in every case, the need of money. You can say that again. Ted here had a girl blackmailing him. Wendell, you went into hock to the bookies. And Leslie, you're in a charge account. Now, Leslie. Yes, Bart? You were overheard fighting with your stepfather. 
The body was found in your room with your knife in his back. That's uh, pretty conclusive evidence for any jury. I still don't believe I could kill anybody for money, drunk or sober. You can put your mind at rest, my dear. You didn't. But, what? what? I well, didn't. Did. No, we've uncovered evidence that proves that Mr. McRae didn't go into your room last night, Leslie. After your argument, he came here, hung up his hat and coat, and here is where he was killed, right here in this room. Well, thanks, Bob. It's a pleasure. You're welcome. The murderer killed McKay right here and carried his body into your room. He tried to place the blame on you. How could he? I had the only key. Do you remember actually locking your door? Well, no, but it was locked in the morning. Yes, the murderer did that on his way out. In your condition, you were tight and angry, remember? So after your argument, you stormed into your room, leaving the door ajar. That's the way it had to happen. I suppose I could have it done. Yes. So the murderer overheard the argument and spotted the open door. He went to Ballard McRae's rooms and threatened him. McRae pulled a gun, but he wasn't quick enough. He only had time to release the safety catch before he was killed with a knife. Seems to me you're doing an awful lot of guessing. Right? The murderer then carried the body into Leslie's room. He removed his knife and substituted Leslie's in the wound and left snapping the lock as he went out. Wait a minute, Bart. That's carrying it a little too far. Is it, Inspector? Don't you remember your police manual? Huh? Of course, Inspector. Your manual says that it's impossible to stab a man to death without getting blood on the murderer's hands, remember? And on the handle of the knife. That knife of Leslie's, or the handle at least, was as clean as a wife's baby's face. Well, it is, but... And the fact that it was covered with Leslie's fingerprints proves that the murderer didn't even wipe them off. That's a very pretty story. He made two other mistakes, however. Mistakes that clear Leslie completely. The whole thing was a mistake, if you ask me. He forgot about McRae's hat and top coat. And, although he wiped McRae's fingerprints from his gun, he neglected to put the safety catch back on. Quit, Stalinbart. Who did it? Well, the murderer inspector is either Wendell Nash or Ted McRae. I knew you'd be getting around to me. Yes, yes. You have the strongest motive, Ted. Your payoff to Mimi, your share of the family money, plus Leslie's share if she was convicted of murder. You know, I always did think Ted was a rat. What? Why, you sniffling little punk. You would try to pin this on me, wouldn't you? Well, let me tell you something. I haven't said one word against you. Not yet. I was willing to let Leslie take the rap. Why not? Just as Drake says, I'd get her share, too. Besides, she never did anything for me. Why should I stick my neck out for her? You know, I think I'll push your dirty little face in. No, no. Come on, come on, come on, none of that. No, come on, Dad. No, boy, then you did, too, Ralph. Say, I, I, I did not. Here, I... here's something even you don't know yet, Drake. This little squirt here and Leslie had a fight. I overheard it. And Leslie told him off plenty. Huh? She told him she wouldn't marry him if she were Eve and he were Adam. Is that correct, Leslie? Yes, I'm afraid of you. He's been eating your insides out ever since, hasn't it, Wendell? So I suppose you tried to grab your cut of the dough and get even with Leslie all in one filthy jest. Well, that's about it, Inspector. Wendell Nash is your man. Now, wait just a minute. You, you haven't proved a thing against me, not a thing. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I almost forgot. It's the safety catch that points it at you, Wendell. The... Safety catch? Yes, yes. The catch on Ballard McRae's gun. You see, it couldn't be Ted. Ted has a very fine gun collection. Also, Ted is a very fine shot. Maybe you didn't know it, Wendell, but a man who's accustomed to handling guns like Ted would never put a loaded gun down without first stepping the uh, safety catch. All right, so I did. But it, it was either Ballard or me. What do you mean? But Ballard wouldn't give me any money. And I was up to my neck in gambling debt. 
sneak before Dodd is attracted going to put me on the spot if I didn't pay up. Yes, that's a tragic part of the whole affair. If you hadn't all been a bunch of wasteful brats, this never would have happened in the first place. Oh, no, I know. Ballard McRae was much too good a man for any of you. He paid up all your debts just last week, each and every one of them. Oh, no. Only when he paid, he insisted that none of you should know what he'd done. Then, Slinky wasn't after me anymore? No, Wendell. You were all in the clear. Think that over while you're sitting in the chair. Well, Martin, now that's over, I think I'll spend the rest of the day at the race. Uh, 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 you better stay away from Slinky Forbes, Inspector. <laughs> I don't need his tip. I get a sure thing in the fast. Sure thing, yeah. Yeah. A little filly named, uh, Blue Eye. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Inspector. And listen, while you're at it, will you put two dollars on her nose for me? Why don't you come along, place your own uh, No, 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 Inspector. Not today. Mystery is still my hobby. <laughs> Red Langan will return in just a moment. Mystery is My Hobby is directed by Dave Titus and is written by Fred Howard. This episode is based on an original story by Lee Horton. Our original music was composed and played by Len Salvo. Included in our cast were Ken Christie as Inspector Danton, Betty Lou Gerson as Leslie Flazier, Jack Edwards Jr. as Wendell Nash, and Willard Waterman as Ted McRae. The events depicted in this story were entirely fictional, and any resemblance to actual places or people, living or dead, is purely coincidental. And now, here's Glenn Langan with a word about next week's story. Thank you, Bruce Buell, and thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for bringing with us tonight. Next week, plan to join us again when I bring you case history number 130. It's a story of murder... And dreams of adventure. I call it Death in a Chili Bowl. Until then, this is Glenn Langan saying adios. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.